Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about giant cell arthritis. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash giant cell arthritis or in the rheumatology section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. Let's get straight into it. Giant cell arthritis is a type of systemic vasculitis that affects the median and large arteries in the body. So vasculitis is inflammation of the arteries or the blood vessels. It's systemic because it affects blood vessels throughout the entire body. It typically presents with symptoms affecting the temporal arteries and it's also known as temporal arthritis. And these are the temporal arteries just on the side of the forehead, just above and in front of the ears. There's a strong link between giant cell arthritis and polymyalgia rheumatica and patients are at higher risk of both conditions when they're female Caucasians above the age of 50. The key complication of giant cell arthritis is loss of vision, and this is often irreversible. High-dose steroids are used immediately once a diagnosis is suspected to prevent the development or progression of vision loss. So what are the symptoms, and when would you suspect giant cell arthritis as a diagnosis? Well, the main presenting feature is a headache. This is typically a severe unilateral headache that's focused around the temple and the forehead areas. There can also be scalp tenderness, so this might be noticed when the patient is brushing their hair or when they're touching their head where the pain is, they notice the tenderness in that area. They can also experience jaw claudication, so this is pain and aching in the jaw when they're trying to chew food. There may be blurred or double vision. And there can be irreversible, painless, complete sight loss that can occur rapidly in giant cell arthritis. In your exam, the typical patient is somebody with a unilateral headache focused around the temple area with scalp tenderness, jaw claudication, and there may be vision changes. There can also be some associated systemic symptoms such as fever, muscle aches, fatigue, loss of weight or loss of appetite and peripheral edema, because remember this is a systemic vasculitis, despite the fact that the main symptoms are to do with the headache. So how do we establish a diagnosis? Well, a definitive diagnosis is based on the clinical presentation, as well as a raised ESR. So this is the key investigation that you need to remember for your exams, is the ESR blood test, and this is usually above 50 millimeters per hour. And to get a definitive diagnosis, you need a temporal artery biopsy to look at the histology of the temporal artery and diagnose inflammation in that artery. So a quick Tom tip at this stage. When you look at the temporal artery biopsy, you'll see multinucleated giant cells. And this is the key histology finding that you need to remember for your exams. And this is what gives rise to the giant cell arthritis name. So it's worth remembering multinucleated giant cells for your exams, as this is a popular exam question. Let's talk about some of the additional investigations that might support a diagnosis. A full blood count may show enormocytic anemia and thrombocytosis, which is a raised platelet count. Liver function tests might show a raised alkaline phosphatase level. A CRP test is usually raised because of the systemic inflammation and a duplex ultrasound scan of the temporal artery 
will show something called the hypoechoic halo sign. So let's move on to management. Well, initial management is with high dose steroids. And this is the key step that you need to remember for your exams. So you start steroids immediately before you confirm the diagnosis. And this is to reduce the risk of permanent sight loss. The typical starting dose is 40 to 60 milligrams of prednisolone per day. 60 milligrams is given dependent on whether there's jaw claudication or visual symptoms. And then it's important to review the response to the steroids within 48 hours. There's usually a rapid and significant response to the steroid treatment. Consider two other medications. One is aspirin at 75 milligrams daily, which can reduce vision loss and reduce the risk of strokes. And proton pump inhibitors like omeprazole can protect the stomach while the patient is on steroids. You'd want to do a few referrals in patients who you suspect have giant cell arteritis. The first is to a vascular surgeon who will be able to perform the temporal artery biopsy. And the biopsy is required in all patients with suspected GCA. You refer to rheumatology for a specialist opinion on diagnosis and management. And also to ophthalmology for a review as an emergency same-day appointment if they have any visual symptoms. So what's the ongoing management? Once the diagnosis has been confirmed, they'll need to continue high-dose steroids until the symptoms have resolved. Then, once the symptoms have resolved, they need to slowly wean off the steroids, and this can take several years. This is a similar process to managing polymyalgia rheumatica. There's a few additional measures that you need to remember for patients who are on long-term steroids, because taking long-term steroids comes with a few risks, and you can remember this with the handy mnemonic, don't stop. So don't refers to don't stop the steroids abruptly because there's an increased risk of adrenal crisis. Basically, the body becomes dependent on steroids. And if you stop them, the body is no longer producing its own steroids. So they can go into adrenal crisis. Stop stands for S, which is sick day rules. And this is where they may need to double the dose of the steroids if they become very unwell. T is for treatment card. And this is a steroid treatment card to alert any healthcare professionals or anyone else that the patient is on steroids in case they're, for example, found unconscious or they have a car accident so that the healthcare professional knows they're dependent on steroids. O is for osteoporosis prevention with bisphosphonate and supplementation with calcium and vitamin D. Remember that steroids thin the bones. And then P is for proton pump inhibitors for gastric protection because steroids come with an increased risk of breaking down the lining of the stomach. So finally, what are the complications of giant cell arthritis? Well, we can split these into early and late complications. The early complications are to do with the eyes and the brain. The first and main one you need to remember is painless vision loss, which can be permanent. And the second is cerebrovascular accident, or essentially strokes. Then the late complications are relapses of the condition, which can be quite common, steroid-related side effects and complications, again, cerebrovascular accidents, so they can have late strokes, and also aortitis, or inflammation of the aorta, which can lead to aortic aneurysms and aortic dissection. So thanks for listening to this episode on giant cell arthritis. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing this podcast. It wouldn't be possible to maintain it without his hard work. If you found this podcast helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other podcast episode topics, 
head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Medicine book. It's got detailed and concise notes on over 160 different topics just like this, containing all the key facts and guidelines you need for your medical exams. And if you don't fancy picking up a copy of the book, don't worry, you can find all the notes as well as videos, illustrations, questions, and a blog completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerodefinals.com. And I hope you tune in for the next episode, which will be on polymyositis and dermatomyositis.